Section 35 of Editorials of the Dial Magazine, Volume 66. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Bolshevism is a menace to the vested interests of privilege and property. This is the golden text which illuminates the policies pursued by the statesmen of the great powers in all their dealings with Soviet Russia. Not that this axiom of imperialistic stagecraft is formally written into the covenant of the League. It is only that the policies pursued by the elder statesmen of the great powers have impeccably followed its line. What is formally written into the documents is the broad principle of self-determination. But in the measures taken by the elder statesmen, unasked for the regularization of Soviet Russia, there enters no shadow of regard for the principle of self-determination, all of which appears quite reasonable and regular so soon as it is illuminated by this golden text of the elder statesman that bolshevism is a menace to the vested interests of privilege and property the high merit as well as the high necessity of the resulting maneuvers of repression may be taken for granted as a matter of course no question of the merit of these maneuvers is admitted either by the substantial citizens or by their safe and sane statesmen but it may still be in order to entertain a question as to what measures had best be taken in these premises, considering the means in hand and the circumstances of the case, considering the difficulties of any effectual intervention and the uneasy temper of the underlying peoples with which these elder statesmen will have to make up their account. The Russian situation is by no means simple, and its details are sufficiently obscure yet the outlines of it are visible in a large way and it is not without a certain consistency and it is a perplexing situation that faces the elder statesmen of the great powers by and large soviet russia is self-supporting beyond any other considerable body of population in europe and it is correspondingly difficult to regulate by forcible measures from outside the russian people at large are still in a backward state industrially so that they are used to depending on a home-grown food supply and on local and household industry for the ordinary necessities of life in the way of clothing shelter fuel and transport at the same time they also have the use of something appreciable in the way of a machine industry widely scattered both along their borders and through the country inland enough to serve somewhat sparingly as a sufficient auxiliary it follows that any protracted continuation of the existing blockade of imports will scarcely starve soviet russia into submission in fact it could scarcely do more than starve the remnants of the vested interests in russia this would hold true even in the improbable event that the great powers should secede in closing the ports of the pacific baltic and black sea to all seaborne trade to hold such a country in a perpetual state of siege would scarcely be a profitable enterprise since there is no prospect of a favorable outcome and since a perpetuation of this state of siege would bring no gain to the vested interests in whose behalf the enterprise is undertaken at the same time an extensive campaign of occupation and forcible control promises no better solution inasmuch as the soviet republic is proving to be quite formidable in the field and since the amorphous country on which it draws is not vulnerable in any part it has the defects of its qualities 
but it also has the qualities of its defects it is incapable of serious aggression but it is also incapable of conclusive defeat by force meantime soviet russia offers an attractive market for such american products as machine tools and factory equipment railway material and rolling stock electrical supplies farm implements and tools textiles wrought leather goods certain foodstuffs and certain metals and at the same time there is waiting a large volume of export trade including such things as grain and other foodstuffs flax hemp and lumber should the blockade be maintained for any time it is not to be doubted that the illicit trade into soviet russia and all these things will rise to unexampled proportions to the very substantial profit of the scandinavians and other expert smugglers and blockade runners meantime too the great powers whose national integrity has now been provisionally stabilized by america's decisive participation in the war are placing an embargo on the import of many articles into the european market in practical effect an embargo on the importation of these american products for which soviet russia is now making a cash offer soviet russia is today the only country that places no obstacles in the way of import trade so it becomes an interesting question how long will those american vested interests which drive an income from foreign trade have the patience to forego an assured profit from open trade with soviet russia in order to afford certain european vested interests a dubiously problematical chance to continue getting something for nothing in the way of class privilege and unearned income End of section thirty five